Hey, welcome to the official Branded Babe podcast. My name is Lo, your host, brand photographer, and personal development guide. I help women craft authentic personal brands in the business world and beyond. The Branded Babe podcast uncovers the beauty and power within female entrepreneurs who may not see that magnificence within themselves. Discover your individuality as a woman, stand out amongst the crowd, and build a brand that is a direct reflection of you. Through this space, I'll help you make the most authentic version of yourself feel unstoppable. Are you ready to move forward with confidence? Let's have some fun. Hey babes, welcome, welcome. I'm so excited for today's episode. We have a special guest and her name is Stephanie. She is the founder and CEO of The Social Vine and a business alignment coach, consultant, mentor, or support specialist. Whatever title you wanna give her, she is good with. We're gonna talk all about that today on reclaiming the word coach. Um, But she is an amazing person. Honestly, I'm quite, quite inspired by her, Um, especially um, everything that she posts. It's so from the heart. It's truthful. It's honest. And I love that she supports other female entrepreneurs in growing their dreams and kind of doing it without the glorified burnout and the hustle culture, right? I mean, it's so important. I just talked about mental health and taking care of yourself as a business owner. So welcome, Stephanie. I'm so excited you're here. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. How's your day? How is everything going for you? Life is uh, crazy, but it's good. Business is good and, and everything's going well and it's fall. So I'm good with favorite. It's more of like a sweaty weather than like sweater weather. I'm like sweating. I just want to put my sweaters on. <laughs> no, it is so hot. I don't know what's happening. I know. And um, so real quick, you're a single mom, right? And you have a business. Like I'm just, I'm really inspired by that. I think there's other women out there who are in the same boat. Tell us more about that. Yeah, so thank you so much for your kind words. I mm-hmm. I mean, whenever says they're inspired by you, it's just like a, it's a weird, you know, when someone says that you have a cute dress or you feel like you have to tell them you got it on sale, yeah. it's like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my um, gosh, I love it. But, but yeah, so my life, basically the past three to five years has been completely flipped upside down. Um, my son's five years old, and when I split from his dad, I knew that it was not going to be an easy road, but mm. it has been way harder than I could have ever imagined, yeah. but also more rewarding. Mm. And mm. I, I think that just adding in the element of starting a business, it's just on brand for me, honestly. Like, yeah. the, I've never taken the... I don't want to say I've never taken the easy road because that's kind of ignorant to say, I feel, but <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> traditional. I've never taken the traditional road. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I always acknowledge my privilege and that I am just privileged naturally mm-hmm. to be able to have the opportunity to start my own business and create something of my own and with very few obstacles and barriers compared to many people. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it, 
it's really just been a, a lifetime of taking risks and creating things of my own and mm. res- the the traditional way of doing things. Yes, I, I love that. And I think it speaks to the heart of it. Like, it's hard. It is hard. And both ways, like if you're a single mom or if you're a business owner or if you're struggling with mental health and you're running a business, like there's just so many different things. But yeah, we definitely are fortunate enough to be able to um, do what we desire with our lives and to create the dream life that we want. Um, I'm curious, was this your first business or have you had other businesses before? Are you multi-passionate? <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely multi-passionate. I've been called the, what's the term, renaissance woman. Yes. Um, and I used to think of that as like a a really nice way to say that you can't make up your mind and that you (laughs) basically are trying everything and quitting everything but no I relate though (laughs) I think as creative people we just tend to like we find value in trying things Mm -hmm. and like check it off like nope that's not for me okay I'll try this nope that's not for me yeah and like we don't see it as quitting things I see it as trying everything Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. I I mean I'm a singer that's like what I have done since I was little I've been a writer since I was little like taking I would take pictures from the like the cover of books and I would just write stories based on how I like what I thought was happening on that cover of that book so Mm -hmm. part of like like third grade and since then I've just been creating anything and everything I mean this is well technically this is my first business I um I did do network marketing for nine years and finally realized that it was mm, the fog lifted Mm. it was just not Mm -hmm. I I can't wait to get to that part of this podcast because there's like a whole conversation around that. But (laughs) I'm curious before we dive into that part, um, how did you get started with Social Vine? Like what led you to that? Because you seem like you have so many interests and I really relate because it's like photography, web design, branding, um, like all the things. So how did you come to social the Social Vine? I love it, by the way. Thank you. Um, so it was the uh, beginning of the pandemic when I lost my job as a nanny. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I went on unemployment for the first time in my life. I was like, okay, I, there's something like I want to buy a home. Mm-hmm. I have to do something. And then I discovered the world of freelancing. Mm-hmm. And when I started my company, I literally named it the social vine because I couldn't think of anything for weeks. Mm-hmm. And I had put I literally was like, hey, I have poison ivy. What can I do? With, what can I think of that? And it, like, it, well, that's what it is. It's the, I was like, it's social. And then what's another word? And I'm like, fine. Mm, Perfect. I love that. I love that. <laughs> it kind of encapsulates everything. But at the same time, there's like a theme throughout and there's like a vine, you know, it's connected to everything. So I think that's special. Um, yeah. Um, it's like the, the grapevine, really. That's yeah. like what the whole the whole point of it is, yeah. is just connecting humans yeah. uh, together, businesses, mm-hmm. connecting people to services and products, like through marketing. Yeah. I just feel like it's accidentally perfect. I love that. It just all comes together. Um, and then I'm, I'm curious too. So 
um, you're a business alignment coach or support specialist, you call yourself different things. Um, when was the first time or have you ever had a coach of your own? And what was your experience with that industry? Yeah, so um, I originally, when I started my business, it was as a virtual assistant, quickly decided that's not for me and that it wasn't scalable. And I was trying to really look at the long game. Mm -hmm. So I did have a coach about, I would I think like nine months, probably six months into my business. Yeah. Um, and I had been a part of a freelancing community before mm-hmm. that called the Free Mama. Okay. Um, and it was very helpful. She has a course. It was great. And then I joined her actual, like, coaching mastermind group. Um, and it was helpful. I think that she's a very logical thinker, and it helped me to think of the strategic side, which my brain is all creative. Yeah. So it really expanded my vision when it came to that side of things. But then I got another um, coach after her that is more of um, a creative person, but also just is all about messy action. Mm -hmm. Just like I like, just do it, just jump in and have faith and see what happens. And it's pushed me further than I ever thought that I would take this. Yes, (laughs) I, I agree. (laughs) I feel like we're all just kind of in that boat of like, well, if I want to expand, I need to jump in and I, you know, I need to take a risk. Obviously there's smart risks and then there's ones that are like completely not going to take you anywhere. But I think as long as you're moving forward, that's the best thing you can do for yourself and your business. So, um, what, what does it mean to be a coach for you as you coach other women now? So being mindful early on of the way that I felt about the word coach and not knowing much about the coaching industry, I wanted to make sure that I really um, let people know that my service, what I do for people is just a real-time support system for you as a business owner. Like the the person that can come alongside you that's a few few steps ahead of you, can Mm. see a little bit and just expand the vision for what you are already trying to do so you can do things and like work in your business and continue on but no one's going to challenge you because you don't know how far you can push the boundaries or yeah you know like just ideas for you to really step into what you're supposed to be doing with without fear because you have someone alongside of you Mm. to go with you and the hard conversations that you have to have, the um, problems that you run into, it it would have been terrifying to go through all of that mm-hmm. had I not me to be like, this yeah. is fine, that's not real, like, let's separate the facts from the emotion and walk through it. And I'm like, I, it's just, like, changed the way that I even look at situations with my son. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm curious how, how so, like... Cause it does, it does affect every area, every, every, I can't speak every area of your life, you know, when you commit to honestly, like committing to entrepreneurship has been like a whole transformation of self relationships, family. It's not just business. I don't think people realize that. So yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, um, that is a blessing and a curse just because (laughs) the 
it creeps in all over your life if you let it. So yeah. mm-hmm. I think that the the boundaries that I've learned to put in place and hold have helped me across the board, like in mm-hmm. life. And um, I think setting expectations up front, clearly communicating yeah. what you are needing mm-hmm. and not in. It's just, it, it's freeing to know that like once you've seen that honesty and like moving past that obstacle of fear and like I want to throw up yeah. feeling, <laughs> yeah. like what's on the side is so rewarding, peaceful, and you become stronger every time you like lean into that. Mm. Not. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, and I know like for me as well, as someone who started their business during the pandemic I I think I was doing it on my own for three months and I was like holy crap I really feel like I need some support or some guidance because and the way I see coaching is like you want to get there quicker you want to get to the specific goal or specific outcome quicker so you look for the person that can help you get there because they took longer to get there for themselves that's kind of like sorry They made more mistakes and like yes. can help avoid those yeah. pitfalls. Exactly. And so I initially like went into um, coaching, not knowing what to expect, but it was like a business um, life coach. It was like a mixture. Um, and I immediately like obviously saw a lot of return on my investment. Um, and I, I've worked with many other coaches in my in my year and a half of business, like health coach or embodiment coach, business coach, like I really have kind of gone my way to um, get a holistic coaching experience so that I can be the best version of myself for my business. But at the same time, I feel like even now as people are probably listening, maybe they've had really bad experiences with coaching or maybe it leaves a bad taste in their mouth. And I know I for sure like having been in so many different coaching relationships, like have experienced some of that in my own world. So I'm curious, like, where do you feel like the coaching industry has kind of strayed or, or you know, kind of, is there a problem among some types of coaching environments? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think one of the things that have, that's really hurt the industry is the, like, the mainstream personal development space with people like problematic people like Rachel Hollis mm. who have just kind of given advice they're not qualified to give and that seems to be a common theme when yeah. like a life coach that's a really controversial uh, title to have because yeah there's regulation there's no federal regulation there's no code of conduct there's really no way to hold these people accountable Mm. and I that has really tainted the word coach yeah yeah I agree but we've talked about the the network marketing um piece of it too which has hurt (laughs) I know I like saw a post you made on Instagram about coaching I think you did like a couple of them and you were being really honest about like the industry and some of the bad things that have gone on but Oh no, I think it was the Lula Rich post um, because I had mm-hmm. just watched the documentary or the series and I'm not kidding. Like I had a moment after watching that whole thing that I was like, 
holy shit, like I'm not in network marketing, but I'm seeing a lot of like similarities of what those women went through in the coaching industry. It almost feels like, and, and this has kind of been surfacing in the social media world too, of like, is coaching a pyramid scheme? Like, how do you na- navigate that? Because it's not meant to be a pyramid scheme. It's meant to be support for however long you need until you can go on and and create that success for yourself, right? It's It's not just mm-hmm. like something that you're meant to be in forever personally um so I, I saw that post and I was like I need to reach out to her because I need to tell her my story <laughs> and here we are yeah. you're definitely not the only one that's that reached out after that too which was just it's crazy to me but it's really not that surprising yeah. knowing I've had a couple experiences where I've hired someone to do something for me that was recommended by someone I really respected as a coach. And this person did not deliver or was not good at what they did or didn't really know what they were doing. And I found out that it was essentially like she was in the cool circle and that she was recommended to me. It's like they have Mm. affiliate link for each other programs so that's why they're promoting him and I'm like interested in that that's it's weird and uncomfortable to me altogether yeah yeah I mean and for you coming from network marketing I'm curious like do you see discrepancies or similarities or differences like what's that look like because I haven't really been in it I mean I did Arbonne for like a little bit but other than that I don't really um I haven't been in it yeah, it's definitely. I've seen um, the cold DMs. And yes. I just and the the cold DMs or how they can. I guess it can help some people, but for yeah. me, a cold DM means that you're only going to get the vulnerable people who mm. are desperate for help. And right. the thing that's problematic is if you are getting these people to hire you or pay for your product, if it's not delivering or it's a piece of crap, like it's, there's no value. That's, that's just preying on vulnerable people. Right. And I think that's what was so eye opening uh, with the Lula Rich documentary, which if you're listening and you haven't watched it yet, please do. Um, But the craziest thing is that they preyed on single moms who wanted to um, make something of their lives and leave a legacy or have wealth for their family and take care of their kids. Like, they really went after that. And they did a good job um, because it turns out that a lot of them ended up being really um, in debt and financially, like, unwell. And unfortunately, it just kind of ruined their lives. It's really sad. Um, but I also see like, at least from my experience, a lot of this, and I think you've talked about it too, like attraction marketing, like you want my lifestyle so I can show you how to have this lifestyle. And it's all about just like the material possessions that you can possess. And although like, obviously I want more, I want to live a certain lifestyle, but like for me, it's the transformation piece. It's like, I don't want to have to rely and the minute a coach tells me like you need me and if you don't hire me like you won't succeed like that is I'm out (laughs) for sure I think the one thing that I always make sure that I tell people when they're reaching out to me for any type of service I always tell them if this feels good for you that's great but if it doesn't 
I will be here when you're ready. Right. Don't need me, but I can get you there faster. And I I have done this before. I can support you, but it's not, this isn't life or death. You don't need to go into death for my services. Right. Yeah. And I think, um, it, it's important you do invest, right? As a business owner, there are investments you're going to need to make along the way if you do want to see like a certain outcome or return on investment. And it, it may look different for everyone at different seasons. So um, I'm curious, like your experience with that, because backstory, I remember my first, you know, coaching experience for months, it was drilled in my brain that if I didn't have a coach, I couldn't succeed. So now as I undo all of that, I'm like, there are moments where I'm like, oh my God, I'm not succeeding because I don't have a coach. And then my husband one day, he was like, Lo, you're going to succeed and it's not going to be because of a coach. And I was like, oh, like he really caught me off guard. But it's like the, the trust that you're building within yourself is really important. And of course, like I want a mentor. I want someone to tell me, yeah, the pathway, but I don't know. Sometimes maybe you won't get a return on your investment. And that's, you shouldn't advertise that sometimes, you know, like if it's not true. (laughs) Yeah. I think that the coach who says you won't be successful without hiring me, that they're grasping for straws. They've got no, they've got nothing to back them up. And that is extremely damaging and manipulative and toxic because they're playing they know what your pain points are. Yeah. And that's the problem with a lot of bro marketing mm-hmm. is that they're telling you, they're using shame to tell you, you want my life, yeah. you can't without my help. And if you don't hire me, then you must be lazy. Yes. You must be not trying hard enough. There's mm-hmm. no way you as great as me. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there's studies that have been done on shame and how that shame does not change people's behavior Mm. it's not a realistic or sustainable way to market your business it's predatory yeah oh yeah for sure and there has actually been a time in like my business career that I'm you know building where I decided I didn't want to coach with someone anymore and the the response was Why are you giving up on yourself or your dreams or your desires? Why can't you let yourself receive that? Like, and it was like, wow, okay. I, if I, you know, if you told me that a year ago, I would have believed you and I probably would have signed on again. But if, if you tell me that now, I'm like, I'm not giving up on myself. I'm not giving up on my desires. In fact, I'm continuing to give all that I can. And, and another thing, it's just like, you know, well, you're not investing, um, you're not giving it your all. Like, that's a common thing that I feel like I've heard from other people. It's like, you're not giving it your all. You're not making the money because you're not doing this or you're not doing that. It becomes very, like, conditionally based where it can become manipulative. Um, Who says we're supposed to have success in a certain timeline or what does success even mean? You know, it can become this whole, like, web of stories and yeah. things so um I don't know they, what, yeah I they can't decide for you Mm-mm. what what your all is they can't tell you how you're feeling or right. what you're doing right and for project that onto you is disgusting I honestly I know it blows my mind but <laughs> I mean if they want to 
use that type of manipulation. It's just like I want to say it to them. Like, are you are you okay? Is your business okay? <laughs> are you, you okay? Do you like? Can you do you need five bucks? Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> from a place of desperation yeah. and scare. Like that. Clearly, mm. they're in them financial ruins if they are like yeah. taking the road of breaking people down and I mean you're not giving it your all you know what that sounds like honestly mm. that's like the vague um kind of advice you get in the network marketing industry mm. work harder wake up earlier um ask more people go for yeah. no like okay but what's what am I asking what am I what like yeah the, what's meat of this you're telling me this like fluff to make yourself seem like you're being a leader but Mm. but what this is all so vague like I could be a random person on the street there's nothing that's specific to what I'm doing let's break down a strategy work backwards like there's no substance I agree I think that's so true and so on point and like the funny thing is, like, if you do reach this level of success, like, let's say you make it to the top, and, well, then that coach will take credit for that, for you making yeah. it. But if you don't, they don't take the credit. They blame you. Um, so it's very <laughs> twisted. But um, you did touch on, like, pain points and, like, marketing. And, like, so I'm curious, what is, what's, like, the new way of marketing your products and, like, what are your thoughts on attraction marketing? Is is the world moving in a di- different direction? Because I'm really curious to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, the post that I think you originally saw was a quote that I just said, um, she doesn't want attraction marketing anymore. She wants aligned marketing. Mm. And attraction marketing is so, like, it's just so stressful because yeah. you feel like, I have to go into debt to look like I am important yeah. and that I have, or I have them. I have to, I mean, I posted a reel today about those features in a magazine, like mm. New York Journal, where you can pay 500 bucks and look like you're important. Yeah. And it's just like skewing people's view of what a lifestyle really looks like inside of like a business owner's yeah. life. Yeah. So I think for sure that the the whole attraction marketing thing is going away yeah. and what what I really focus on with my clients is just aligned authentic marketing and by mm-hmm. that I mean like what show me the behind the scenes we don't want to see the filters the yeah. aesthetic pleasing perfect feed right. I want to see nitty-gritty like the dirty behind the scenes like what are you doing to build this business to get where you're going Mm. and how really truthfully tell me what this experience is going to be like for me and like just setting people's expectations at like a realistic height instead Mm. of saying seven figures or you're going to be making a million dollars if you buy this thing like you say first what lifestyle do you want Mm -hmm. what does like for you because mine right now like if I were one of the bro marketers I'm gonna say I'm working 24 7 I'm all about the hustle I love to you know no sleep or whatever they do and so you look at your coach that's who you're following that's the lifestyle you're working towards so keep that in mind is Mm. super important yeah wow that's like that's became really clear to me because I've been so trying to like undo the hustle mentality and like the burnout is real like 
but no, they don't, they, you don't see that. And I love what you just said is like, well, you're literally going to have that lifestyle that you're emulating if you're not being authentically you and doing it your way. Like, so I love, that's a good question. I think for anyone is like, what lifestyle do you want? Do you want to work 24 <laughs> seven or right. no. <laughs> some people don't want seven figures or six figures. They no. just want like thousand bucks a month, which whatever you want, yeah. that's where we can start. And exactly. my friend, um, the sleigh coach, she is amazing. Yeah. And she had that quote that made me really think about, she said, are you following people who have the money you want? Or are you following people that have the lifestyle you want? Oh, yeah, that's powerful. And I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> that is good. I know. I know there was like a point to I think like a week ago, I was like, wait, I don't even know if I want like seven figures what am I doing you know like I would I'd be happy with I don't know like a certain like a lower number I'm cool with that doesn't mean anything about my worth it doesn't mean anything about my capability like it's that whole thing of like tying our worth to so many external things rather than like I'm important right now I'm of value right now I'm I'm capable of transforming people's lives and my own like as I am, and I love that, like, we can show that authentically. I mean, how much more freeing is it when you see, like, someone who's a coach and is a couple steps ahead of you, but it's freeing when they show that real life, that that authentic part of, like, I don't have all my shit together, maybe in this area, but, like, it's okay. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's, it's just so much nicer when you have someone that's just, like, saying to you, well, okay, what do you want? Now let's write it down. And it's just this certain lifestyle. Like, I just want to pay my bills, take care of my family. I don't need a mansion or a yacht. Then, hey, let's build a plan that supports that lifestyle. I mean, it's way overwhelming to look at it that way. I think so, too. I think it's much more achievable, realistic. Like, and I've heard, like, I mean, I've heard so many different things, but if you rise to um, riches too quick, it may not be on a firm foundation. So it's important that you have that foundation before you rise to those riches or whatever it may be for you that you value. Because at the end of the day, like you don't want to get to a point where you have thousands and millions of dollars and you hate what you're doing. Like you don't want to burn out and have to rebuild at that point. You've come so far. It's like start where we are now I think that's kind of my perspective on it before it was like rush to the finish line and I'm like what even is the finish line (laughs) yep and when you get there how is it gonna feel like that's I think really like taking the time or making the time to sit with yourself and think what do I want the end to look like what's it gonna feel like and really so one thing that um my group coaching we start with core values mm-hmm. like what is important to us the like top four things yeah. and then every decision we make throughout the eight weeks has to align with those values or it's out it's just not yeah worth it mm. that is really good that's so powerful because then it's like you choose your values no one's choosing them for you it's kind of that like empowered place right it's like I chose this for myself. So am I going to live from this place? Am I going to hold myself accountable to live from my value? Whereas most of our lives, we probably live out of everyone else's values, you know? 
Um, oh, yeah. And that's when we become kind of buried underneath everyone else's shoulds and shouldn'ts and whatever. So I love that you do that with your um, your clients. I think it's powerful. Um, I am curious how, you know, if there is someone listening and or will listen and they want to have support or they want a mentor, maybe they're ready for that again, but they have been badly burned or, you know, have had a bad experience, how would you recommend they overcome that? And maybe what would you have them look for instead? You know, kind of like a solution to all of this, because there will be a time when you want a mentor or support. You can't always tough it out on your own. (laughs) You can, but like, you don't have to, right? (laughs) Yes. Um, I think it's important to know kind of where you stand when it comes to values, um, when it comes to taking a stand for something. And if you see a coach who's just vanilla, being very vague on their social media, it's perfect, like, and they're not showing up personally and talking in their stories. They're not putting out any content that's connecting with their audience. Mm -hmm. That to me is a red flag because I need to know that I'm following someone that stands for something because then they're going to help hold me accountable to stand for something in my business. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that was, that's one huge thing when it comes to marketing an online business is finding a point of differentiation and living there and creating content that can kind of like shake things up and help like, just like the coaching thing, like that's kind of a point of differentiation for me where I'm like, a lot of people think coaching is bullshit and Mm. this Mm. is why this is different. So yeah. I think looking just for someone who has a lifestyle that you want, who has um, just is being transparent on social media, sharing the good and the bad Mm. and has the calendar that you want like that. My coach right now has the calendar that I want. She has four kids Mm. and a, a beyond multi six figure business. And she works like, I don't know. I mean, her calendar was like blank for the whole week, except for Monday with her meetings. Yeah. So and it's just like finding really like digging deep inside of you. What's important to me mm. and what do I want? Is it a million dollars? Fine. I'll follow someone a little more flashy if that's you. Yeah. I mean, we don't get to decide what's for you, but right. Right. making sure they feel aligned. Listen to your gut. Your mm. gut will never yeah, I totally, I totally believe in that. And like, you know, listening to your intuition is such a journey. Like, we may like hear it and not act on it. And, and that's when we kind of have to kind of undo a little bit of the stuff that we didn't listen to. But then when you listen, like, I have this friend who just recently like quit coaching with a person, a coach or whatever. And she was like, I feel like a like, a cloud was lifted and I should have listened to my gut quicker. I should have listened earlier because now I just feel so much better and like I'm having downloads again and inspiration and motivation and I'm like, yeah, it's like very important that we are in touch with our with ourselves, with our our bodies and like what's coming up for me. Um and how do I want to re- what kind of person do I want to be in this situation and so I think um, it's a practice for sure. <laughs> yeah, 
It is. And we, I think we're taught from a young age to kind of not listen to our bodies and how our body is responding like viscerally to how you're like to a situation and how something's making you feel. And we're just like, no, that's just my, it's all in my head. It's all in my head. But really you're like, we were created with this fight or flight mm-hmm. response. And that's what that is. It's yeah. telling you just like open yourself up to whatever it is. Yeah. Like if it maybe a little bit of like woo woo stuff, whatever. Yeah, right. <laughs> you never know what could open you up to, I mean, changing it could change everything. Yeah, I agree. Um, this is so good. Um, is there anything else that you'd love to tell the audience, anyone listening, um, about everything we've talked about? Anything you would tell them? Um, yeah, I mean, I would just say if you're looking for some type of support in your career or your business or if you're feeling alone or lost and you're not ready to invest in a coach, just find a community. Reach out to me. I mean, I can connect you with people. I feel like once you've started to network in these spaces, it's just like anytime you bring something up, people are like, oh, I know I know a person that would help you with that. Or mm. it's just connecting with other people is so important yeah. before you're ready to invest. And just sharing the authentic you with people. Like if you are struggling to sell or market or build something just show up as yourself and don't let any guru or anyone else tell you that you need to be doing something because they say that it's the right thing Mm -hmm. you know what's you you just have to show up and your people will find you because if you're showing up as someone else and it's not really who you are you're going to attract people that you can't stand working with I promise you it's happened to me yeah but it's that's how it is and um so that's I mean that's what I would say about coaching but I do want to plug a a free event because we were talking about um stories and like the behind the scenes stuff so I want to make sure that I just tell you guys about this because please do yes it's called the be yourself storyteller summit and it's basically just a whole summit of the like behind the scenes, deep, dark secrets of like the stories of how people got to Mm. see. And Mm. it's, I'm one of the speakers and it's the lineup is amazing. It's November 2nd through the 5th and it's free. Um, You can sign up at uh, beyourselfsummit.com and there are opportunities to I think they have like coaching sessions where you can pay, but the summit itself is free. So it's going to be amazing. Dang. I just connected the dots. That's like, I think I've been following them and I'm seeing all the lineup and I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. Um, Because you can hear everyone's got their own story and like how they're showing up to, to really offer support and value in their own way. I love that it's free. That's amazing. So I will put a link in the show notes about that. Um, and also, of course, put um, info about Stephanie and her business. Um, where can people connect with you? On Instagram, I'm at the social underscore vine. And um, if you want to look me up on my website, it's thesocialvine.co. 
Um, and if you have questions or just want to connect, you can always DM me on Instagram or email me at hello at the co. Awesome. This was truly phenomenal. Thank you so much for going deep with me on such a controversial topic and really just where we see the coaching industry going and how we can reclaim that experience and the word and really have transformational experiences with coaches, um, but also keeping in touch with ourselves and our intuition. I think it's a powerful thing to do. So thank you so much, Stephanie. And I'm sure I'll have you on again someday soon. Thank you for having me. Yeah.